I want to tell you that even then, you were always enough. Bow your head and let your eyelids close on down. Where we're going, you won't need to bring your frown. With such busy lives, it can be so easy to not take stock of the little things that happen, are said and that you hear, that on reflection are profound. These light bulb moments are brought to you thanks to Dell Technologies, who believe in shining a light on the most inspiring moments in all of our lives. It's one of my greatest joys hearing each and every one of my guests' letters to their younger self. But when I heard Bobby Brown's and the mantras that she lives by, they really stuck with me. And I think they just might with you too. Dear Bobby, did you ever imagine how amazing your life would be in the places that your love of makeup would take you? Well, Mom, Dad, Grandpa Sam and Aunt Dallas did always tell you that you could do anything if you worked hard for it, never give up and love what you do. And you know what? They were right. They believed in you, even when you didn't believe in yourself. And look at you now. Wow. I think you probably wouldn't even believe that your passion for makeup would take you around the world and give you the opportunity to launch a bunch of successful companies and do everyone's makeup from Michelle Obama and Meghan Markle to the Rolling Stones and even President Joe Biden. I mean pinch yourself. Do you remember the times you didn't feel tall enough, skinny enough, or pretty enough to be in the beauty business? And when hanging out with the supermodels, who only went by one name, made you question why you were here? And all those feelings of insecurity, the crash dieting, and the stressing about the small stuff? What a waste of precious time. I want to tell you that even then, you were always enough. Just being authentically Bobby Brown, a five-foot-tall girl from the Chicago suburbs, was all you would ever need to feel confident, beautiful, and successful in your life. If I can go back in time, here are the things I would tell you. Number one, don't worry so much. Number two, never lose the endless curiosity. Always ask yourselves questions and talk to everyone. Number three, stay naive and always think things are going to work out. To this day, it is your special sauce. Number four, be nice always. It's what your parents taught you and it's never failed you. And five, trust yourself and follow these mantras I've spent the last three decades developing. They're short and simple words to live by and trust in, in both makeup and in life. So here goes. Stop obsessing about your flaws. Focus on what you like to do. Move your body every single day. Be nice. Help someone else. Highlight the positive. Try a new food. Put a cucumber in your water and drink all day long. Use a little coconut oil in your hair. And lastly, master that smoky eye. So Bobby, stop thinking so much and just get to it. They say don't meet your idols. How wrong they are. Bobby Brown was everything and more. Generous, open, kind, insightful, inspirational, a true visionary, change maker and entrepreneur through and through. But she made me think about the younger me when she wrote her letter. The lady I was now interviewing an idol and where I might be at 60 what business might I launch or have launched? What next adventure might I have begun? It's too exciting and let me tell you why. 
You might have heard me talk on these podcasts about the podcast pot. It started on a post-it note and then onto two A4 sheets of paper and then onto a whole whiteboard of people's faces that I wanted to interview on my podcast. And there was a section on the board of real dream guests. I called it the fuck it, just ask list. Two of whom I'm thrilled to say will be joining me next March. And another one was this very woman, Bobby Brown. I felt so deeply moved through the whole conversation, a milestone moment for me to connect with this incredible trailblazer. So much of what she shared resonated deeply with me, both on a business level, but also on a personal level too. Recounting launching her second brand on the day her non-compete fell away at the age of 60. She even wore a necklace with her freedom date engraved lovingly on it to the story of desperately searching out for googly eyes for her child's costume that she had forgot as a working mummy, only to find her neighbours had left a huge bag of googly eyes on her doorstep following her mummy SOS text. But it was the letter to her younger self that I wanted to share with you today, because as I come to my last few lightbulb moment recordings, I wanted to encourage you to reflect on your own learnings. By listening to this podcast, great taste by the way, I already know you have a curious mind that you are on a journey of self-discovery, on a mission to absorb and learn more, to expand your thoughts and find out more about yourself and how to grow. The brilliant Mo Gordet told me that the key to happiness is curiosity. So by you just joining me here today as the brilliant, curious human being you are, I know you are totally packed full of some of the most crucial insights you'll ever need on your own journey. So after this episode, I would love you, it's a challenge, are you ready? I would love you to go and write your own letter to your younger self. I know it's a big ask and it isn't my first rodeo, everyone, because every time I ask any of my guests to write a letter to their younger self, I can literally hear their eyes rolling and the groan. I imagine them thinking, "Uh, Holly, I'm a busy person. Had you not guessed? I don't have time for all of this. But I'd say without fail, all 170, well, nearly all 170 of them, have thanked me for asking them, those busy people, to do this, sharing how they never take time to reflect backwards and what a cathartic experience it was. And there has to be a reason that this exercise has affected each of those founders so deeply. There must be a point. It's not just a nice thing for all of us to listen to. It impacts the individual and subsequently all of us deeply. So on my 100th episode, I tasked myself with writing a letter to my younger self. And I genuinely never thought that I'd get emotional. I mean, in a way, how could I? I've listened to 170 people do this. And yet I found it so incredibly hard to read out aloud because suddenly I turned into the mother of myself and I told her the things that I would desperately want to whisper into her ear as she battled with what seemed like the hugest of mountains. 
perhaps I found it so hard because many of my lessons were, in fact, I believe, probably the same as so many of our young face today. Pressures on the way that we look, who thinks what of me, my popularity, the expectations, setting such high and harsh standards and speaking to myself in the most terrible of ways. When talking to your younger self, you have to really go there. And my goodness, you couldn't pay me to actually go back in time. I'm actually not selling this, am I? I'm making it sound awful. But what comes out of this exercise is nothing but good. I promise you. I think we all have our younger child still living within us. And I had to ask myself, do those voices really ever go? Can I say that I haven't spoken terribly to myself about all the things I worried about then when I was younger as a 45-year-old woman now? The answer would be no. But by writing it down, I now know I've come so far in each one of those battles. And that's why I would so highly recommend that you just take that moment. And by doing this exercise, take stock of the journey that you have traveled, the adventure so far, the demons that you've overcome, the people you've had to let go. And what space in your life have you made for your future? And if you think of the date of my retirement, what would the 90-year-old Holly tell the 45-year-old me about her worries today? What might she say about how she talks to herself, about the demons that she still carries, the opportunities that lay ahead, the dreams that she couldn't possibly believe right now and how they would come true? Isn't it incredible that if we are blessed, if I'm blessed, I'll get to write two letters to my younger self? So as Bobby said, you are enough. You are curious, brilliant, creative humans. So pick up that pen, start writing and just get to it. A big thank you to Dell Technologies who've brought us this episode today. I hope you enjoyed this light bulb moment. To listen to my whole conversation with Bobby Brown or any of our past founders, search Conversations of Inspiration wherever you get your podcast. And if this episode has helped you on your journey, given you gumption, I'd love it and be so grateful if you would rate and review to help us reach even more wonderful souls.